ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a brand new edition of Over the Line, number two in a row. It's Tuesday, August the 24th, 2021. So glad you are joining us. If you are new to the show, glad you're here, buddy. Glad you're checking out the show. We've been trying to get the word out as of late uh, to bring new people in the loop to be able to be a part of this. We appreciate uh, each and every one of you guys that join us every day, plus you new people, as we kind of break down what exactly is going on in the world, and especially in this country that seems to be in a state of decay on a daily basis. I have to check myself sometimes before I start the show because I'm like, I mean, all I'm doing is bringing everybody bad news. I don't want to be that kind of outlet. I, I don't want to be that kind of podcast where everything I talk about is bad. But, uh, I mean, what else is there? And and there's such bad news. I have to decide before each show, like, which bad news do I want to go with? Like, for instance, my plan up until 20 minutes before the show was to talk about the COVID-19 vaccine. And to talk about uh, the FDA approval of the vaccine, what that means, and and if anybody even cares that the FDA has approved this as people continue to catch COVID or catch whatever they're catching, and so on, and and apparently I can't do that because Afghanistan seems to get worse and worse and worse. But before I talk about that, I saw this before I popped up this episode and it was from the supreme court of the united states i personally was not aware that this was in the supreme court but apparently there was a a a case about trump's remain in mexico policy and you remember that policy in particular was where when people tried to cross into the country to seek asylum we told them on the other side of the wall we said you guys have to hang on to these people until we have time to process them and then figure out if they really belong in this country, if we should bring them over or not, thus remain in Mexico. The Biden administration immediately wiping that out, as they did with almost every Trump policy that had been implemented over the past four years. Uh, It makes its way to the Supreme Court, and apparently the Supreme Court has ruled against the Biden administration in its attempt to end the Remain in Mexico program, a controversial Trump-era border policy. SCOTUS refuses to block a lower court ruling that requires the government to reinstate the policy. Uh, Apparently, according to this document here, uh, the application for a stay presented to Justice Alito and by him referred to the court is denied. The applicants have failed to show a likelihood of success on the claim that the memorandum rescinding the migrant protection protocols was not arbitrary and capricious. Blah, 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 legal mumbo-jumbo. Nonetheless, that's a win for our uh, border situation, especially when we're in the situation we're in, where there's chaos in the Middle East. People from all over the world are trying to sneak into this country through the southern border. But that is not going to alleviate the problems we have because... Border Patrol is absolutely overwhelmed, and the Joe Biden administration is doing everything they possibly can to allow anybody and everybody into this country, whether it's from the southern border or bringing plane loads of people over from Afghanistan to just drop them off in this country 
and hopefully one day turn them into new Democrat voters. Nonetheless, that is that uh, piece of news right there. I wanted to give that to you real quick. Reminder, make sure you're hooking us up on social media, on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, especially on TikTok, Over the Line Show, OTL Show, at OTL Show on Twitch. That is where we're going to be doing our live streams. Not going to get it anywhere else, especially for the next three weeks because Facebook has given us a three-week ban on going live, and we had been relying on Facebook lately. Also, YouTube is not letting us go live on our YouTube channel, which is named OTL Burner Account. Uh, if you're not a part of that, though, you can still go subscribe, hit the notification bell, and you will get most of the over-the-line episodes that way, uh, unless we're talking about something that's obviously going to get us banned, which we never know what that is because the rules seem to keep changing. Nonetheless, go add all those. If you missed it, just rewind this video. Go look at them. They're all right there up in that corner. And uh, go and hook that up. Vapor Forge out on 280. Quick reminder about those guys who support this show in ways I, I couldn't even... Uh, I, I, I don't even have enough time to thank them for the things they've done for this show. Tony and the guys out here on 280 are, are absolutely number one. And they're, they're doing a service, not just for me, but for the community and for your health, especially in the day and age of sickness and everything else we're seeing going on, you don't want to be smoking cigarettes. You need to get off the cigarettes. I've seen people completely change how they feel on a daily basis by swapping over to the vapes, and uh, these guys have every bit of knowledge you could possibly need in making that switch. Go see them at 4673 Highway 280 East, right here in Birmingham, 205-874-9010 is their number they just did some revamping some remodeling and it's looking fly in there go see them and make sure you tell them you heard it right here on over the line also an easy way to support the show is through patreon patreon.com slash andrew mcclain who you can go on there and you can contribute anywhere from five to fifty dollars a month and get exclusive behind the scenes content that we post on there uh sometimes getting early access to shows things of that nature. Also, as we continue to move in a direction where we're printing off merch and different items that you can get related to the show, we may give you guys the first opportunity to get that stuff. So hook it up. Everybody chip in a little bit, and guess what? We can do a whole lot with that. Patreon.com slash Andrew McLean, who is the website. You saw in the video at the beginning of this podcast a perfect representation of the incompetency of Joe Biden. That is exactly what we are viewing right now. We are viewing a president that has no capability to run a country. No capability. The guy couldn't even keep his dog under control. He kept biting White House staff. This is a guy who is not just, this is outside of the mental decline, the early onsets of, of dementia that we're seeing. Outside of all that, he has been an incompetent politician from the beginning. His own partner, Barack Obama, said, do not underestimate Joe's ability to F things up. A direct quote from Barack Obama. Everybody else in Washington felt the exact same way. Nobody gave them the, the benefit of the doubt. Ran for president three times. Couldn't even make it past the primaries. Joe Biden has always been a joke. 
always been a laughing stock. Always singing crazy things that come off as inappropriate, uncomfortable, and even racist. All while sniffing the hair of women and children. Possibly the worst person you could put up for president. The one thing he has accomplished thus far is taking the top spot from Barack Obama and being the worst president in modern history. Look at Afghanistan. Look at the timeline from when he announced he was going to be pulling the troops out by September 11th, 2021, to what has now happened and what we've watched unfold over the past few days. All the things he told us that he was going to do that was going to happen, the exact opposite has happened. Here's a quick preview, a uh, uh, timeline, if you will, of what we've seen since that point. The United States will begin our final withdrawal, begin it on May 1 of this year. We'll not conduct a hasty rush to the exit. We'll do it, we'll do it responsibly, deliberately, and safely. And we will do it in full coordination with our allies and partners. The Afghan government the leadership has to come together. They clearly have the capacity to sustain the government in place. Is the Taliban takeover of Afghanistan now inevitable? No, it is not. Because you have the Afghan troops have 300,000 well-equipped, as well-equipped as any army in the world. It is not inevitable. Taliban forces entered the heart of the Afghan capital, Kabul, today, the culmination of a rapid advance and retaking of control almost exactly two decades after they were ousted from power. Fighters were filmed inside the presidential palace after Ashraf Ghani, now the former president, fled the country. We have a long way to go, and a lot could still go wrong. Acknowledging military discussions on whether to stay beyond the August 31st deadline. Our hope is we will not have to extend. And expanding the safe zone around the airport. The security environment is changing rapidly. As the situation outside the airfield continues to deteriorate. We've seen uh, these wrenching scenes of people crowded uh, at the gates, uh, people hurt, uh, people killed. It's an incredibly volatile situation. U.S. officials insist they are moving troops outside the airport to keep people from being crushed to death and getting as many people out as fast as they can. President Ashraf Ghani has fled the country. He wrote on Facebook that he did so to try and spare the city from additional violence. Heavily armed Taliban soldiers have set up checkpoints around Kabul, searching cars and questioning Afghans, cracking down to ensure law and order. Calm down. Calm down. Outside Kabul's airport, there is no order. Afghans are suffering bone-crushing injuries and deaths as thousands crowd together begging to leave the country. While the American flag no longer flies over what was the U.S. Embassy. Diplomats removed it as they and embassy personnel were evacuated by helicopter. 
We are watching a crisis unfold unlike anything we have ever seen. Unlike anything we have seen in our lifetime. I'm 36 years old. We've had some chaotic things happen, you know, since I've been alive. But nothing like this. Nothing so obvious. Nothing nothing so detrimental to America and really to the world as what Joe Biden and the Democrats have done here. And the worst part about it is they seem to not care whatsoever. Joe Biden comes out earlier today to give a speech. Everybody's waiting, sitting on the edge of their seat to see what Joe Biden's saying. Because along the way, and it, it, Joe Biden has been contradicted every step of the way. From what you just watched there, the early days of saying, we're going to pull people out, we're not going to be hasty, we're going to do it the right way in coordinates with our allies, in coordinates with the, the, the Afghan government and Afghan military, and we're going to make sure everything is done the right way. And Joe Biden ends up just jerking everybody out, not giving anybody a heads up, including Americans and NATO allies, leaving everybody in harm's way and the door wide open for the Taliban to come take over. The exact opposite of what he said was going to happen. Then he comes out and he's like, oh, we're bringing Americans back. Everybody's fine. And then the defense secretary and everybody else is like, no, we're really not. We don't have a plan. We don't really know what we're doing. Everything Joe Biden has said, the opposite has been true. And then on top of that, you've got this attitude of not really even caring what's going on over there. It's the incompetence. He gives a speech today. And when he comes out, guess, just guess what he talks about. Take a wild guess. COVID vaccines. That's right. Everybody's waiting to see what the president says about Afghanistan which is threatening the entire planet. And he comes out talking about COVID vaccines. He finally gets around to talking about Afghanistan, makes almost zero sense, and continues to contradict himself as well as the members of his cabinet. And then President Walkoff turns around and walks away while reporters scream questions at him. Nancy Pelosi... Kind of the same nonchalant attitude as she was on the House floor today. And here was uh, here was her comment as she was speaking earlier. Madam Speaker, today is a great day of pride for our country and for Democrats. Today is a great day of pride for our country and for Democrats. Oh, really? We've got Americans being risked their their lives are being risked they run the risk of being slaughtered decapitated murdered in the most brutal barbaric fashions but for nancy pelosi it's a day of pride why because they're busy passing a 1.2 trillion dollar infrastructure bill where only a fraction of it has anything to do with infrastructure they don't care. They absolutely do not care. And that's the reason it's so chaotic over in Kabul. It's the reason it's so chaotic in Afghanistan because the leaders are like, eh, whatever. Yeah, just do your thing. Whatever you want to do. I don't care. 
There was a, a, a report earlier that the U.S. Embassy issued a last alert for U.S. citizens to leave Afghanistan or there on their own. And then 30 minutes later, they, they recalled it. They were like, oh, okay, we were just kidding. That's what's happening. There should be no, come on or you're on your own. You should get every single American, because that's what our allies are doing. They're getting their people out of there. But yeah, the country that's supposed to be the greatest country on earth can't seem to figure out how to get our own guys out of a war zone. We remember Benghazi. Four American lives lost because of the incompetency of Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton. They knew they were being killed. They knew they were under attack, and they did absolutely nothing. This is the exact same thing times 100. This is the exact same thing as Benghazi, but on a much larger and a much more drawn-out scale. And that's what makes it worse. Because as each passing hour goes by, nothing's being done. Nothing at all. What's the point? Is And I'm trying to wrap my mind around this. Is the point of this to invoke or give us a reason to invoke the 25th Amendment and put Kamala Harris in office? Because even Democrats know this is falling apart at the seams. Is that the reason we're allowing this to happen? You want the 25th Amendment? You want Republicans to go ahead and pull the trigger on impeachment? Because Kamala Harris is going to do a better job. Kamala Harris has no idea what's going on either. She spent her career on her knees and she's just now standing up and being like, what's going on up here? I don't know. What's going on? She ain't got a clue. She's out in Asia today giving speeches in Singapore and wherever else. And apparently, they're being attacked. Remember, what do they call that thing? The uh, Havana something syndrome where uh, uh, in Cuba, in Havana, remember when our, our ambassadors were attacked with these high-pitched microwave frequencies and it almost blew out their eardrums and made them sick and everything, all, all that that happened during the Obama administration. You remember that? And then Obama goes down there and goes to a, a baseball game with Raul Castro. They're all buddy-buddy. That's another story. That's apparently happening to the crew that Kamala Harris is with. We don't know. Maybe it happened to Kamala Harris as well. This is something that's either coming from China or Russia. China's already taking shots at Kamala saying she ain't got a clue what's going on. Look at what they're doing in Afghanistan. They're like, we're not worried about her. She can talk all the smack she wants. Because we're talking tough about China now to take the attention off of what's going on in Afghanistan. So what happens if Kamala Harris takes over? We just continue to do the same thing. These people have no freaking clue. And the disrespect that is put in place to our men and women in uniform, the ones who have gone through hell and back in Afghanistan and in the Iraq war, should make everyone sick to their stomach. Kevin McCarthy and other members of the House 
showed up today at the podium to do a press conference. And Kevin McCarthy brought, brought those House members that had served in Iraq and had served in Afghanistan and wanted them to kind of give their feelings on what's going on right now. And you couldn't help but just feel like you've been kicked in the chest by your own government, listening to the stories of these guys. I've gotten stories from people I know. Places like the VA and other veterans organizations where grown men are openly weeping because we allowed Joe Biden to concede this war in Afghanistan and to put the entire world in danger. We not only waved the white flag on Afghanistan, but we armed the people that want to kill us. They have our weapons, and they also have hostages. That's what Joe Biden has done. The people that chant death to America now have America's weapons and some of America's citizens. So if you went and fought in that war, you lost limbs, you suffered injuries, you lost friends, brothers. How could you not be crushed? These men and women in uniform did not lose this war. The most important part of this is they did not lose this war. The people that lost this war are at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Those are the people that have lost this war. And Joe Biden and the Democrats will go down as the sole reason for us losing Afghanistan in the fashion we did. Nobody else will hold any of the blame. I'm not even going to blame George Bush for any of this. Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, Nancy Pelosi, Adam Schiff, all of them, even those that are backtracking right now, they all have the blood on their hands and they all hold the responsibility of losing this war and disrespecting and degrading those that served in that war. Here's Congressman Green that went up to the podium with, with Kevin McCarthy earlier today. I just want you to hear part of his speech from earlier. Your credibility is at stake, too. Remember when President Trump made the comment, or it was a speech to NATO, and he left out Article 5, and you guys went crazy. Oh, he doesn't support NATO. This president has been asked to stay in Afghanistan, to support our NATO allies who came to that country on our behalf because we were attacked. And he has said, no, we're getting out by the 31st, regardless of what you think. Now say something about that in the press for your own credibility. I yield to Mr. Elson. Joe Biden has been told over and over and over, you can't leave. You can't leave. And what did he do? He left. He left and caused this disaster. That's why it is solely on his hands. And I will continue to say the blood of the Americans and the Afghans and the NATO allies 
are on the hands of Joe Bot. He will go down in history as the most detrimental thing to ever happen to the United States of America. Hopefully we can get into some COVID stuff tomorrow. I don't know. Depends on how much more chaos this bozo causes to exist in the world and in this country. We will see. Make sure you add us on all our platforms. Keep up with us. Subscribe, notifications, whatever. Whatever you got to do and also help us get the word out. We appreciate each and every one of you guys. Until next time, see you, cuz.